Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to my podcast. I want to thank you all so much for being patient with me on my much needed three to six month hiatus. One of the main reasons I took off is because it was in the middle of the chaos of COVID. I was not happy with who the president was at the time. It just seemed like there was nothing I could say that would make the situation better. I like to give advice and I like to talk about what I've learned from past experiences and the past four years, in my opinion, had been a shit show and there was nothing I could say that would make me feel better or I felt like it would make anyone else feel better. So I told myself, regardless of how the election goes and regardless of what's going on with COVID, I will start up again in the new year. I am blessed that I could take the time off and that all of my financial needs were met. But it is time to get back to work. I don't know how many people can just take off and not have any problems. So I am extremely thankful and grateful to God, thankful to my family, and it is time to get back to what I love and what needs to be done. This podcast is going to be about personal reflection that I have done while being on COVID lockdown. I feel as though most of us don't have the opportunity to just sit with our thoughts and kind of work on bettering ourselves. And instead of being negative and screaming that it wasn't fair, that I couldn't be with my friends and extended family and do all the traveling that I like to do, I decided this would be a perfect time to work on myself. Every day before I go to bed, I ask myself, what did I do today to make someone else, someone else's life better? And what can I do tomorrow to be a better person? And through these questions of reflection, I have found about eight key things in my life that I worry about and that I want to work on and I would like to share them with you. Number one, I care too much of what people think, way too much. There will be times where even if it doesn't make me happy, I will do it to make you happy because I don't want you to be mad at me and I want you to know that I'm going to do everything in my power to make you happy. And I've realized, or I haven't realized, I've always known that that's dangerous and I was really able to take a look at myself and tell myself that what I am doing is detrimental to my personality and all around 
mental health. The second thing on my list, I just said health, is I worry about my mental health constantly. I've shared this a few times. I am adopted, and I know that I know some of my biological family. I have been told that on the female side of the family, there has been mental illness. And unfortunately, I have a touch of some of the illnesses that has plagued my biological family. So I am always worried and checking myself to make sure I don't fall into a pattern where I'm going to need a lot of help. I'm grateful to my friends and family. I've told them some of the issues that I have, and they are always there to check on me and make sure I'm okay. But I also need to take responsibility and tell them when I'm not doing okay. The third thing on my list is my shame of being gay. I've come out, I've talked to my family, my friends, no one has a problem with it, but I still feel an immense amount of guilt, and I don't know when and if that guilt is going to go away, but it's something that I'm working on. I hope it's not too late, because I think my guilt is preventing me from putting myself out there in the dating world, but until then, until I know that I am strong enough to deal with the relationship, I will just remain single. The fourth thing on the list is my fear of being alone. I know that during this COVID lockdown, it has been a test to much of society's ability to be by oneself. And I can tell you, I do not do well being by myself for more than 48 hours before I start geeking out a little. So that's just, I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of, but I do think it is something that I need to be aware of so that I don't make poor decisions later down the road in life so I don't compromise who I am so I don't have to be alone. The fifth thing on my list during the self-reflection period is though I act super confident around others, I'm actually terrified of meeting new people. And I'll get into that a little later on in the podcast. The sixth thing on my list of self-reflection is an intense fear of rejection. And because of this fear, my mind or I interpret certain situations differently because of my fear of constant rejection. I will get into that later on in the podcast as well. The last thing on my list is probably my biggest fear of all, and that is losing my mom. Don't worry, she's fine, nothing's wrong with her, she's strong, she's healthy, she's amazing. But in life, you're supposed to outlive your parents, and I hope I do outlive her. But at the same time, I've realized no one has my back or loves me or keeps it real like she does. And I feel as if if she passes before me, I'm going to be lost for a while and I'm not 
good to have that support group that I have now. We are back, and damn, that was a lot to unpack. I'm actually tearing up as I think about and talk about this out loud. The part where I talk about my rejection, it gets me choked up every time. But with everything I have said, I realize that part of reflecting is to acknowledge some of the problems or issues that you have and then go back and ask yourself, how can I deal with it? As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I care way too much what people think. I mentioned that I will sometimes compromise what I think and what I feel because I don't want you to think poorly of me. But I realize that I am enough. It doesn't matter what other people think. I am good enough and I need to be happy with that. When I wake up in the morning, I tell myself 10 times that I am enough and there is nothing wrong with who you are. And it's been about a month or so that I've been doing this and I feel better. I feel more confident. I'm hoping that this sticks. The next thing I deal with is mental health. I kind of explained at the beginning that the women in my biological family suffer from mental illness, and I have been plagued with some of those problems. Five years ago, I refused to ask for help, and I went down a really dark path. I didn't shower for months. I wasn't taking my medication properly. I gained a ton of weight. It was a really horrible time in my life and the worst thing is I knew that something was wrong but I was so deep into the depression that I didn't care. I laid in bed every day. It was a terrible situation to be in if it wasn't for my mom finally busting in and saying what the hell is going on. I think I would be in that situation or unfortunately I'll just keep it real. I think i would have been dead if my mom did not step in when she did. Since then, this was six, seven years ago, I have finally gotten the help that I need. I've lost a lot of the weight that I gained. I still have 30 pounds to go, but I'm happier. I see someone and I'm able to manage things a whole lot easier. My advice to anyone is please reach out for help if you can. I know it's difficult. I was embarrassed. I didn't want to ask for help, but I realized not asking is a sign of weakness. I was weak for a while. To touch on it quickly, I spoke of my shame of being gay. There's not much I can really say other than if you have the same issues as I do, no one can really help you through that shame other than yourself. Again, each day I tell myself that I am enough and I think that's also helped me with coming out of my shamefulness of being gay. It's a personal struggle for everyone and it's a struggle that you kind of unfortunately have to battle 
yourself. There's really no one that can help you with it. I mean, they can give you advice. It always feels good to know that you're loved and accepted, but the feeling of emptiness and feeling shamed is something that each individual needs to work on. The remaining thing on this list has a lot to do with rejection and a sense of loss. I'll try my best to step outside of the box and I need to realize that rejection is a part of life. Whatever happens in a given situation is more than likely not my fault. For example, if I come up to you or anyone and I say, I think you're cool, let's hang out, we've been really friendly, and you tell me no, most people I feel like just accept it as no. But for me, I get immediately angry, not necessarily at the person, but I feel a deep sense of shame. I feel like they don't like me. I feel like it's all my fault. I just, I beat myself up constantly and I see that as a form of rejection. I kind of internalize it because I know how I'm feeling is a little nutty, but I don't want you to think I'm nutty. So I kind of just act like it's cool and then I'll beat myself up about it. I'll cry about it later ask myself a million times, what did I do wrong? Well, chances are, it really had nothing to do with me. Or maybe it did, but chances are it did not. I don't really have any advice or I don't have any tips on how to deal with this because I'm still, still dealing with it. And it is an emotional struggle that I don't think will go away. I think it's something I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life. The only issue is to not allow it to consume my every waking moment because I have been there and it is not a good place to be. As far as the fear of losing my mom, she raised a strong woman. It's not that big a deal. People lose their parents every day. I think it just has to do with if I lose her, that's another person that's left me, which has to do with more rejection, and I just have to get out of my head and realize I'm not the first or last person to lose a parent. Plus, she's already told me that if I grieve for too long, she'll haunt me in the afterlife. That's just terrifying within itself because she likes to mess with me now in the regular life. So I can only imagine what she would do in the afterlife. And that is the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I don't know if this episode has helped anybody. I hope you don't consider it just rambling. I hope that you got something out of it and that some of you may be going through the same things and you just wanted to hear a different perspective or you just want to know that someone else is going through the same issues as I. If you don't get anything else from this podcast, please know that you are enough. Your personality, everything about you is enough and you don't have to prove yourself to anybody else. Just be you. Hopefully the world will accept you and love you for who you are. Unless you're a murderer or child molester or 
anybody in the Republican Party that dealt with Trump. Anyway, the point is, you're enough. The only person you have to answer to at the end of the day is yourself. And remember to ask yourself, can I live with the consequences that I've made with today? And if the answer is yes, awesome. If the answer is no, try to figure out a way that you could be better or how you could handle the situation better if the opportunity comes up again. Again, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed it. And please rate and leave a review if you can. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, any place that you're listening and you can leave a review, please do that because the more reviews I get, the more discoverable my podcast will become. And with that, be blessed. Remember you are enough. And yeah, bye.